and welcome to episode 240 of Explode Your Expert Business Show, brought to you by gtex.org.uk. I'm your host, Simone Vincenzi, and this is the podcast for experts who want to become the ultimate authority in their niche while making an impact in the world. Today is about uh, control your financial future, career, and business with the Jelena Radonic and Siawash Zamat. Now, Jelena and Siawash are two of our lifetime members, and they are, they've built incredible businesses. Uh, Jelena is a career coach, and Siawash uh, teaching other coaches how to build their business, and is having a very successful coaching business himself. And so, we are running an event called Purpose to Abundance, Control Your Financial Future, Career, and business. So this interview is uh, to get to know them before the event uh, that they're going to be speaking at, and also to get some insight. Uh, in particular, in fact, we talk about uh, how uh, what to do when you're at a crossroad. If you don't know if you start a business or uh, to do to start a new career, or we talk about the number one thing that you must know about yourself if you want to find the right career or business. And also, we talk about how to transition from one business or career to another. So, let's say you want now to start doing something completely different that you have done uh, from from what you have done before. So these are the topics that we cover, and then uh, they're going to be expanding uh, much more on that uh, with the live Q&A, part of, on top of their presentations at our event, Purpose to Abundance, Control Your Financial Future, Career and Business. You can get the link, uh, you can get a free ticket in the show notes, and it's going to be on uh, Monday, day 12 of August 2019. Mm, if you are now listening after this date, then of course the event is already gone. But uh, if you're listening before the 12th of August, then uh, make sure that uh, you get your tickets right now. The link is in the show notes. So, uh, Yelena, as I mentioned, is an award-winning career fulfillment coach, and she's passionate about helping conscious, aspiring professionals thrive in the careers they love. While Siawash is a high-performance business coach and a co-founder of the Muslim Coaching Academy. Um, He's a former professional poker player and earned a renowned reputation and success within that scene. So he was talking about actually his transition from a professional poker player to running his own business, and I I don't want to spoil too much. Uh, It's all that in this interview. Now it's time for me to go. Again, get your ticket for Purpose to Abundance. Uh, it's going to be an incredible event. Uh, it's going to be on Tuesday, on Monday, the 12th of August. Uh, get your ticket right now and then enjoy the interview. Ciao. Welcome uh, to another episode of Explode, your expert business show. It is absolutely great to see you here, guys. Welcome, Yelena. Welcome, Siawash. Today is all about Purpose to Abundance. Purpose to Abundance. This is the event that we are going to do um, together on the 12th of August. Control your financial future, career, and business. So before we get uh, to the event on the 12th of August, I wanted to uh, interview you to 
get to know each other a bit more. So then uh, even our audience and the people that are going to be attending the event will be able to um, know a bit more about you up front. So uh, I want to start straight away uh, with uh, Yelena. So Yelena, you are an incredible career coach and helping people moving forward with their career. Um, why did you decide to go into this uh, into this business and helping other people with, with their career? Thank you, Simona. First of all, thank you for having me here today. It's a pleasure and honor. And I'm very happy to share um, bits of my journey. Uh, prior to becoming a career coach, I worked in recruitment. Um, and I really loved working in recruitment because for me, it brought the meaning and purpose together of matching two parties for a mutual win-win. So things around work, jobs, careers, um, always had a deeper meaning for me because I, I see work as the central part of our lives really. And that's something that we you know, continue to do through our lives, whatever it is that we do. It's mm -hmm. incredibly important. Um, so that's why I decided to put together my personal development work, my spiritual work, um, and all different bits and parts that I did over the years, together with my recruitment and selection experience and sort of blended into career coaching. No, that, that's awesome. Thank you very much. Uh, how about you, Siawash? Uh, why did you decide to start your own business, in particular a, a coaching business? Hey, it's Moni. Yeah. Thank you uh, so much for having me here. Um, well, I, I tried a lot of different businesses. You know, at, um, just, you know, at the age of 18, I dropped out of school and got into professional poker. And, you know, that just shifted my mindset because I earned a lot of money at a very young age, mm -hmm. right? And for me, it, you know, being in a job, it just didn't feel right anymore. So I tried a lot of different businesses. And it wasn't really working because I was so focused on making money. What really clicked is when I started exploring more what my strengths are and what I really enjoy. Yeah. Right? And I looked at the list of things I enjoyed, you know, from helping people, reading books, you know, really making a difference. And when it, it all kind of came together and that's how coaching came. Right. And initially, you know, it was just really actually accidental is by, I hired a coach and I just fell in love with coaching, right? <laughs> and I thought, hey, you know what? If this can be so impactful, you know, I want to do this. I want to help others. And I've been really doing personal development for a long time, but I didn't really think it's possible to actually make a living of it. I didn't see this as a, a potential profession, but it's actually a, really a beautiful profession. It is. It is an incredible profession. Yeah, absolutely. I think we can all agree with uh, <laughs> all the three of us here on uh, totally. on, the, on this call. Uh, I want to go back to Yelena because, um, you know, uh, there are some times uh, uh, where we are at crossroads. In particular, uh, in this uh, time in history, is very difficult to uh, know what to do. Is it... Uh, the, 
what before felt secure and safe is not secure and safe anymore. Like before, you know that you knew that if you went to university, uh, very likely will find a good job. There was a, a economic boom uh, where people were hiring, but now even the job market has changed completely, which then led people to question their career choices even more right now. Mm -hmm and the career market has changed completely and then got even people to uh, say, actually, I want to start my own business now. And so mm -hmm. we're exploring both. I want to check with you. Um, how do you think the, uh, the career, uh, the, the, the career market has changed over the past few years? So what, what do you see the trends being mm -hmm. right now? Sure. Well, the, the change is actually enormous um, over the last, I'd say, even 10 years, but particularly the last five years. Um, it's a result of the um, technology disruption as well. Technology disrupting all industries obviously has a huge impact on the, the meaning and purpose of jobs. I mean, some jobs are di uh, entirely disappearing. Uh, new jobs and job titles and contents and job descriptions are emerging and um, you know there'll be more and more new ones that we don't even envisage now so it's a very exciting but also turbulent period of time yeah. um, other influences such as as you pointed out you know recession or generally shaky and jittery you know global um, economy various political events you know uh, such as brexit and so forth impacts enormously people's confidence and corporate confidence and therefore um, you know the the flux of, of jobs um, i recently actually interviewed five uh, graduates and i asked them to tell me about um, about their graduate journeys and that article is in the making now because i wanted to see how they went about finding their first sort of first or second ideal role okay and, and there are many different approaches um including networking attending events it's not just looking for for things online but i think first and foremost it's about knowing what it is that you really want and i would add to that also being flexible to accept that that may change and will most likely change in the course of your life because nothing is constant and particularly in the recent decade i'd say with this you know speeding up of events we have to be flexible and we have to re-evaluate and basically it's it's been said that uh, millennials will change on average 14 one four jobs before the age of 40. Yeah. can you imagine so it's you know it's really moving towards I can't um, relate with that. <laughs> there you go. And you're our lovely millennial, aren't you? So, um, you know, there's, there, there needs to be a lot of flexibility and re-evaluation, but at the same time, you know, staying true to yourself and, and what it is that uh, you truly love doing and then moving in that direction, acquiring skills, upskilling mm -hmm if necessary, and it is becoming necessary for most professions actually to update your knowledge constantly. Yeah, and, and so the question I have for you, Yelena, uh, before I move to Siawash, is uh, mm -hmm. how was uh, your journey uh, in, uh, in the different careers that, that you have that got mm -hmm. 
uh, was it easy to find the, the thing that you really wanted to do at the different stages? Was it difficult? Mm -hmm. Did you need a guidance support? How was it for you? Okay. So I think I, I was fortunate in the sense that I, I knew that I was more of a sort of um, liberal arts type person. I always liked languages. So I saw myself working in something to do with international environment using my languages and ideally in some sort of business to do with people. So that's very roughly the idea that I had. But I have to say it is quite difficult when you're early 20s, really. I mean, we even throughout life, we struggle and we don't know sometimes what we want, let alone, at, you know, 20 or so. Um, but I, I was lucky actually to be offered a job in Japan. My first corporate job was in Tokyo and that resulted um, that came basically because I, I studied Japanese and English at university. So I got in touch with these recruiters and they hired me and that was fabulous. And that was in recruitment, which, as I said, I really liked because I could see the immediate impact yeah. of what I was doing. And I really believed in the overall sort of, um, you know, good purpose of what I was doing. And then after that, my career journey was kind of up and down. So what I want to share from that is um, to everyone who is at crossroads or in career transition, never despair. Um, I have never seen anyone in my life whose career just went up and up and up and up forever. Mm -hmm. It's just not possible, literally. Yeah. So always think about, you know, if you are now at the, at the rock bottom, it's going to start going up again because people face redundancies, move countries, you know, all sorts of things happen, life happens. So it's about, you know, keeping the flexibility and the resilience to navigate through life with, with your career and keep building on, on what you've got. Um, so from there onwards, yes, basically working for this Japanese company, I, um, I was an associate director for their European operations at the age of 29, which really was unexpected for me wow. and put me under a lot of pressure and a lot of responsibility. Yep. So in that sense, it was quite interesting that I went really like this quite quickly, but then after that it plateaued, whereas for some other people, you know, they reach sort of higher positions a bit later, but then it goes really like to the board level or, or whatever. Um, just one last bit that I want to share from my experience. Yep. Most uh, of my roles that I got were not through applying for a job. So okay. That's, that's something that I recently discovered looking at my LinkedIn. And I took stock and I realized that only once in my life did I apply for the job and got it, which was for the University of London Career Service, which was public sector, <clears throat> which was my only experience in the public sector. All other roles were either through referral, introduction, I was headhunted by a former competitor, headhunted by a client, mm -hmm. or I approached someone in a business meeting because I liked their business and I said, I want to work with you or for you. So that's why I want to emphasize the importance yeah, of networking. Not just about, it's not just about <laughs> sending your CVs and uh, approaching recruitment and, and that's it. Yeah. But I'm, I'm looking at uh, even the ways I was finding jobs before. I think that networking was uh, the number one way. 
uh, before starting my own business or even when I had my own business and I was uh, rounding up with uh, with contracts, uh, um, external mm-hmm. contracts to deliver with young people in the schools. They all happen because of recommendations and networking. Absolutely. I, I, see, I see my brother now, he, he changed uh, like, I think six jobs in two years already. Uh, and uh, it, it, they all came because someone... Uh, I think a one or two came because of application or CVs. Mm-hmm. Other four, they came from uh, uh, connecting with people or someone seeing him at the shop and say, hey, why don't you come and work for me? And Absolutely. then they moved yeah. from JD Sport to Gucci to Dolce Gabbana in, in, in that wow. way. So uh, I can definitely see what, uh, what, you, what you mean, uh, Yelena. So now uh, I want to move uh, uh, to Siawash because uh, uh, when we are at this point of crossroad, uh, we, we have two choices. So we have the choices of creating a better career and having a different career uh, as employed. And uh, that's uh, where Yelena is going to talk about on the 12th of August at Purpose to Abundance. So if you haven't gotten your ticket, get your ticket right now so you can, uh, you can come along. But uh, also you have the choice to uh, start uh, your own business. Maybe you say, actually, career uh, or, a pay or a job is not for me. Uh, before, uh, I just want to say something. I think there are a lot of people that condemn the fact now in this society, oh, in our industry in particular, oh, do you have a, are you in a job? Oh, you don't have your own business? Mm. First of all, I just want to say there is, there is no right or wrong. There are people that uh, perform better and they want having their own business and other people that perform better and work and they are happy having a job. Yeah, Most important absolutely. thing is what's right for you. Because uh, I think that a lot of people right now start businesses because of the social pressure that there is by society. Now, oh, you start your own business. It's like the cool thing right now, the, being an entrepreneur in our industry. But that without yeah. realizing what it really than what it really takes mm. <laughs> to yeah. be an entrepreneur. And if you're watching live, guys, give me a whoop, whoop if you uh, if you're agree with me right now here in the comments. Uh, I see many of your comments, so thank you very much, guys. So, Siawash, how about yourself? How, do you, uh, uh, how did you decide? Uh, what, was your, what, what has been your business journey like so far? Well, you know, I started, I started part-time. Right. And actually, what, what I want to maybe share very quickly is that before starting coaching, you know, I think it was around five years ago, I was in a job. I started a, a business and I got a paycheck, right, of 200 pounds. And I thought, hey, you know what? I'm going to be rich. And I, and I gave notice in, and I gave notice in my job. And in the next year, I hardly made any money. Right. And I, and I, and I went into like, almost 15,000 pounds in debt, you know, in debt. And it's just borrowing money, credit cards and stuff. And so when I started coaching around three years ago, I said, you know what? I want to do differently. And I had to do differently because I I was married as well, right? I had different responsibilities. So a lot of times, you know, people think like you have to kind of burn burn the boat behind you, burn the bridges. Personally, I think that's not always, you know, great. It depends a little bit on your personality. But what I did the second time when I started the coaching, I said, hey, let me treat this coaching business as a part-time job, right? So I was earning a certain amount of money in my full-time job. So let me just slowly increase my income. And I started increasing and I actually doubled it. 
and then almost tripled it. And that's when I gave notice in my job, mm -hmm. right? So that's when I went full-time into my business. But again, it, it wasn't, you know, I think entrepreneurship, a lot of people have this idea of that you can take your laptop and sit on a beach. Well, unfortunately, you know, that beach is often like your room or, you know, it's like your, your living room, right? And you end up working long hours without a regular, regular paycheck, right? So I went again through this roller coaster, emotional roller coaster, but also financial roller coaster. Um, and what really made a difference for me is just, you know, having that that job mentality. And and you know, I I really appreciate you sharing that, right? Because I used to have that mentality of that, you know, it's it's kind of like icky or wrong to be in a nine to five. Yeah. But actually, shifting my mindset from oh I'm I'm running a, a business to running actually I'm I'm having a job here, right? That really helped me. Because, and this is what I'm going to talk about in, in the event, in Purpose of Abundance as well, is really bringing that professional mindset into your business, right? Mm -hmm. Creating a timetable. Like I usually work from 10 to 5. But sometimes I work in the evening, right? There's a structure. There's, there's certain clothes I wear, right? And I think when you, when you do that, when I, when I start doing that, slowly my income became more stable. Yeah. Right? So I think, you know, in my business journey, it was crazy. I think it's very similar to a lot of entrepreneurs, a lot of ups and downs. And a lot of times we're not knowing where the next paycheck would come from. Mm -hmm. um, but it was about finding people, you know, like finding GTEx made a big difference for me. Finding a community of people that support you on the journey because you don't need to do it alone, right? Often we think like, hey, if I ask for help, it's a sign of weakness. Actually, I think it's a sign of strength. Yeah, right? in, a job, in a job, we have managers, we have supervisors, we have like a support system, right? And that structure is so important. So it's, for me, it was finding a coach, finding a mentors, you know, finding a community of like-minded people on the same journey that made a big difference and, and really also dedicating to personal development, reading books about business. Because again, there are so many skills that I didn't have and I had to develop it, you know, marketing skills, sales skills, you know, so yeah, that's kind of like my, my journey in a big picture. Um, and, and then it just slowly got together. The paychecks became more regular. Yeah. They start, you know, they started growing. I got now a regular, I think for the last six, eight months, I've had a really good regular paycheck. And which is, yeah, you I know, see, it, it can see, be like that. I see a lot of similarities. And first of all, uh, <clears throat> I want to uh, wanna see that like, I've seen uh, your business journey almost from the beginning and uh, seeing also where you are now. And yes, it, it is a process where slowly things actually start fitting and coming together. And now it's like, oh, yeah. I got, now it's working. Uh, and uh, so I think I also see a lot of similarities between the approach and I would love Yelena to comment on this, uh, between the approach that we have when we are maybe changing a new career. Um, so, you know, when you are starting a new business, as Yawash mentioned something that there is a lot of skills that uh, I didn't have that I had to acquire. And so having that buffer, giving the time to build those skills. Uh, is it same or is it different uh, when you are starting uh, 
maybe a completely new career. Maybe you find something that you're really passionate about and you won't go down that path, but your career to this point has been completely different. Mm-hmm. Do, what do you do in that situation? Okay. Just very briefly before I answer that, I wanted to touch upon job versus entrepreneur. And mm-hmm. it's true. You said, yeah, it's, it seems very fashionable and funky to run your own business, but it's not that glamorous at all, <laughs> as Sierra said. But I also want to comment the other way around because the nature of jobs and, and you know, corporates are changing so much that in some big um, tech companies, your job will be like being an entrepreneur where you're given a lot of freedom, a lot of incentive to run with it, to develop your own projects, to get your teams you know, together and do lots of exciting things. So there's the other sort of you know, reverse impact that a lot of corporate jobs are becoming more like <clears throat> entrepreneurial journeys. So you know, the, the, the distinction is getting blurred, I think, and it will be even more blurred. As, as we move on and technology moves on. Um, in terms of transitions... Thank you for making this point. Very, very good point. Thank, thank you. Uh, in terms of transitions, um, I coach clients who, yes, who want to completely change their career journey, go into a different industry, different job. And also I coach clients who want to transition into self-employment. Mm-hmm. So both scenarios. Um, I'm very cautious and rational and pragmatic, I believe. So I would never advise anyone to, unless it's a matter of life and death, um, to, to give up their job just like that. You know, I prefer to make plans which are realistic and manageable. And, you know, we discuss the time frame. I also ask my clients, what is your financial buffer, your cushion? In other words, how many months you and maybe your family, if they have a family, can survive on what you've got until you're developing your new business, for example, or looking for a new job, if for whatever reason they feel like they need to get out now. You know, I had clients who prepared their resignation letters and I said, well, just hang on, you know, you can always, you can give it tomorrow, but let's discuss first. So in terms of what you do is, yeah, um, there needs to be, a level of sort of calm and rational planning around that, which would include the time frame, um, in which direction you're moving, you know, what are your financials like, and also, as you mentioned, skills. Mm-hmm. So quite a few of my clients have taken on um, skilling up or even learning different new things um, while they're still in their jobs. One most recent one actually transitioned from, he's been in IT, very successful project manager for 15 years, but he just hated it. Literally his soul was being destroyed. And we we were discussing a lot in terms of what it is he wanted to do. And he decided to go into property. So that's a big jump, um, you know, working on his own, developing his property model with not so much, you know, um, financial um, security. Um, but, you know, we identified courses, what, where he could go and learn, what contacts he needed to pursue to start moving in the right direction, getting information. Basically, it's a lot to do with making an informed choice. So yeah. it's, it's a conscious choice, but also it has to be an informed choice. So Was there a moment uh, in your career journey where you made this mistake and you didn't make an informed choice and you end up being in the, in the wrong career? 
I, I didn't end up being in the wrong career because I pretty much followed the trajectory around careers and education. So yeah, generally quite you know similar. Um, it had to do with with jobs or you know getting MBAs or masters to get a job. So it was quite similar. Um, I did join one company where I stayed only for three months. That's the shortest ever I stayed. <laughs> I stayed in a job. Um, I really liked their business and I loved the business model and everything was great. Uh, but it was a very small company, and unfortunately, the the managing sort of the people who ran the company and owned the company, their style of management was just unacceptable. Um, with hindsight, could I have investigated that? I don't know. You know, it's it's difficult when you have a bigger company. You can approach people on LinkedIn. You can read some reviews. You can dig a little bit. But this was a bit of a yeah, a bit of a shock. I have to say. Um, but apart from that, I think mostly, yeah, I think I did my homework mostly. All right. Thank you for sharing. And uh, that definitely uh, makes it for anyone that works with you, makes it somewhat like you're, they, they can feel they are definitely in safe hands. Uh, so. if, you're, if you already have, uh, if you meet it, because, you know, sometimes we learn uh, there are things in life that we learn from mistakes. Yeah. It becomes a painful experience, but other we learn just because that's our nature. That's how we are. That's how we mm. we think, and uh, we that didn't necessarily have to go to the failure to get it. Actually, oh. it becomes quite. A, it's almost like a gift, and I think that mm-hmm. we have uh, we have both to give to the table. So it's it's great to hear that. Uh, now I want to now go back to Siawasha and check uh, what has been like your worst entrepreneurial moment. Like the moment that you said, why am I doing this? <laughs> I've got enough. <laughs> can be a recent, can be uh, in the past. Uh, you go. Yeah, I think that's... Um, well, there, there have been moments where I thought, you know, like, why the hell am I doing this? You know, I could just be in a job, you know, just show up, you know, do the work, go home, get a regular paycheck. And, and it's, I think it's been really in the, in the first year, you know, there's been times where, you know, you feel like you're doing work, productive work. And, you know, for example, you get a bunch of appointments with potential clients in your diary and they don't show up. But someone, someone says yes. And then, you know, the next day they, they change their mind. And I think it's, it, it, that really in the beginning really got to me. It's like I'm relying on people and they're not as committed, you know, you know, as I was to, to, to my business. And then I realized, you know, like I need to change things, you know, and, and I think that's really, that really got to me. It's having basically, I think the first time was around, so I left the job in February, I think three years ago. And it was in October, the first time I think, that I wasn't able to pay rent. There's two months, I think it was October, November, where I, I couldn't pay rent. And that was painful. It was really painful to just say to my wife, like, hey, I think, uh, right? And I think, especially as a, as a guy, um, you know, because especially um, in the Asian culture, it's like our job is to provide. Right. So my wife was pregnant at that moment as well. She lost her job. So there's, there's almost like there's this double pressure there. Mm-hmm. 
right? And I'm just sitting there when she's going to sleep, thinking, okay, I need to do something, right? And I, I need to do something. But again, again, you know, what I want to point out is that the, in those low moments, often we really can look in the mirror and really think about why we're doing what we're doing. And I realized like that, hey, you know what? Can you, can you guys hear me? I know that my connection is not yeah, really great. We can, we can it's all right. Um, yeah. <laughs> so what, I, what, what was really important for me there is actually to realize that, hey, you know what? This is not something I'm just trying out. Because I knew that this coaching thing was going to be my, my profession. I want, there was a 10-year commitment there. And that's when actually when I slowed down and said, hey, you know what? Let me look for another way to support myself. Right, and I think this is something that a lot of entrepreneurs overlook. It has, it's kind of like either I kind of like do it or I die, and then I go back into into a job. But for me, it wasn't that wasn't an option. It was actually like, hey, you know what? Let me just get a job and support myself while I'm building this this business up. And I'm very I'm very grateful because my wife's always been supportive. There's been times where I said I need to go back to job. She said, no, just try another month. We get through this. Right. And somehow I think things into their place, you know, as, so as entrepreneurs, I think is, is just being, you know, just being focused, you know, and getting yourself up again and remembering why you're doing it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can definitely relate. I think we can all relate with the uh, experiences and what you shared uh, uh, right now. And uh, I love the concept of thinking about, uh, a longer term this is your commitment and i think you might approach also a change of career i'm assuming in a similar way where it's like okay this is where your end goal is this is where you are now how long is it going to take to get there what can you put in place to gain those skills what can you put in place to uh, build those network and those contacts that can allow you to get to where you want to be whether it's in your business whether it's in your career and that's why we have uh, decided to create a, a purpose to abundance uh, control your financial future career and business because uh, we live in time where there is uncertainty in transition so if we can be helped and supported while we can navigate through this period of transition mm -hmm. whether it's move from career to career or from career to business then uh, that's uh, um, uh, that's where we can step in because we have all uh, been there changing from career to career, from career to business. So you will have the opportunity by coming along to Purpose Abundance to uh, ask uh, Siawash and Yelena all the questions that you have about how they dealt with different situations because there is uh, uh, wisdom and experience uh, and definitely they have a lot of experience and wisdom that they can share with you. But also uh, learn uh, their strategies because uh, I know the talks that they've prepared uh, for you, they are absolutely awesome on uh, how to uh, choose your perfect career and how to build your business by focusing on your core expertise. So uh, before we wrap up, uh, Yelena Siawash, uh, uh, any final thoughts, uh, any final uh, words of wisdom for our uh, listeners, if they're watching, if they're listening on replay on the podcast, or uh, if they're watching it right now live on Facebook? I agree, Simona, totally that it's, it's a longer game and Siawash as well, which you, you, you know, you brought this theme in and it's ever so important. 
Um, and that's, that's the thought that can support us in any kind of transition. Uh, you know, in my personal experience, I went through a lot of different stuff in my life. So it's not just about careers. It's even in your personal transitions, when you're going through tough times, you know, it's keeping your eye uh, on the end goal and, and knowing that, you know, you will come through and things will get better as long as you keep going at it and going at it and going at it and not giving up while at the same time having the, which is the more difficult part I find, having the wisdom and the, the calm and the you know, tenacity to actually approach it in a, in a slightly detached manner, which means taking the pressure off yourself to a certain extent. Because oh, yeah. once you're able to detach and take that pressure off yourself, that's when miracles start happening. If you keep your consistent action, that's when it comes into fruition. That's, that's what I found. And um, I, I will touch upon that in, in my presentation. Thank you for saying it's going to be awesome. No pressure. <laughs> but uh, I, will, I will endeavor to make it as, as interesting and engaging. Uh, and I really look forward to seeing everyone on the 12th, which is next Monday. Yes. Evening. Get your ticket right now. Uh, uh when you finish the fight with your camera, uh, any words of wisdom from you? <laughs> yeah, sorry. I have to quickly log in from the phone. And um, yeah, I think, you know, something really important, right? Because, you know, I think someone mentioned this on Facebook yesterday that, you know, entrepreneurship is like, it works for some people and work for, it won't work for a lot of people. And I agree, it's not for everyone, you know, but he, here's one thing I can tell you. And I think it's the same for career transitions, right? You know, you can learn from your own experience and by making mistakes and failing. And I think that's great. We all have to learn from our own experience. But really, you can also learn a lot from other people's experiences. Okay. And that's, you know, personally, I really believe that, you know, my personal success is because I really stand on the shoulder of other giants. You know, I've learned so much from other people's experiences. And that's why I've been able to grow really fast. So if, if you want to start a business or you want to you know, make some moves in career and you want to really find something that you enjoy, but maybe also pays you really, pays you really well, Join us next week because you're going to learn a lot of stuff that will maybe take you years to learn by yourself. Mm -hmm. And so always focus on learning from other people as well. Awesome. Thank you, Siawash. So guys, make sure you get uh, your uh, free ticket. Uh, Purpose to Abundance, control your financial future, career, and business is going to be on Monday, the 12th of August in central London in Mayfair in a, a closest station is Green Park Station. You'll find the link here in the show notes if you're listening on the podcast, or you will find as well the uh, video where you can watch the interview if you haven't watched it live or if you're watching it live right now. Thank you for watching live. Make sure you get your ticket and also connect uh, on social media with Siawash and Yelena. Make sure you connect them before with them before the event. Uh, uh, if you have any question, uh, you can ask them so then they can bring them up as well uh, during the Q&A session that we are going to have uh, on the 12 uh, after the presentations. All right, guys. Thank you very, very much. Thank you, Yelena. Thank, thank you, Simone. Thank you. I'll, uh, I'm looking forward uh, to the event for the event on the 12th and have a fantastic day. Ciao, ciao.
Tchau. 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 Tchau.